Welcome back to the Pandemic Job Hunt series. This is the third episode in a four-part series to provide you all with some resources to help you along in your job search. In the second episode, I spoke with Aditi Shrikant, who shared some tips and tricks to help you write a cover letter that will get you noticed. Today, let's talk about the crucial event that happens after you get that job offer, salary negotiations. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. You know, over the past few weeks, we've been taking a look at the current status of the job market and trying to understand maybe what opportunities are out there or how we can best prepare for those opportunities when we find them. But what happens when you actually get a job offer? And um, first, congratulations if that happens to you. But now, now, what do you need to do? So today, I've invited Kate Dixon on the show to have a quick little conversation. So, Kate, how are you doing? I am great. Thanks for having me. I know. I appreciate you joining me. And so to give everyone a little background on what you do, Kate. So you are the author of Pay Up, Unlocking Insider Secrets to Salary Negotiations. You spent the past 25 years working for and consulting with leaders in for-profit companies like Nike, Intel, American Express, Kaiser Permanente. You have a great background, a great understanding of this because we want to talk about discussing salary negotiations which is that big step that comes up after you get that great news that you're being offered a position, but it can be scary. I mean, you get the joy and then it's like, okay, now what do I do? Because my fear, because I've been in this position where I get offered a job and it's like, okay, here's a number. Should I take it? Should I ask for more? And I just have this overwhelming fear of, I don't want to mess this up. It took so long to get to this point. I finally got an offer. I probably went through who knows how many rounds of interviews and tests and all these other things to get here. And I don't want to mess it up. I don't want to look greedy. I don't want to look like I'm not, I don't appreciate the job offer. Yeah. So, Kate, how do you get, one, over that? <laughs> how, do I get, how do I get past that? And then, two, how do I get into this process of understanding how to negotiate and ask for what I'm worth? Yeah. First of all, if you're feeling a little freaked out, nervous, fearful about negotiating your pay, you are normal. You're completely normal. (laughs) I work with a lot of clients on salary negotiation, and I have not met a single one of them who said, oh, yay, you know, I'm super excited and ready to go into my salary negotiation. It's really normal. And it's normal to feel fear because there's a lot on the line. There's a lot that you come through to get to the position where you're at. And frankly, there are a couple of things that you should just know is that from the insider perspective, I can tell you that when you get an offer, the company is hoping that you will say yes. They're expecting that you're going to do some negotiating. You know, they're not just expecting you to go, yay, I got the offer. (laughs) I'm going to start. Having salary negotiations is a normal part of the offer process. So yes, they want you to accept it. And yes, they expect to work with you a little bit on it. And just knowing that makes it a little bit better. Yeah, that does. I know so often I think whatever's on that letter is the final. Like that was what they, that was it. Yeah. Okay, we're done. Here you you go. Here you go. Take it and leave it. Yeah. And you can negotiate. And sometimes the result is that you don't get any more money. But honestly, it's a great thing to do anyway, because you're really demonstrating the fact that you know your worth that you are firm in your resolve, and that you ask for what you need in a really good collaborative way. I think everybody wants to know that 
you're going to show up in your salary negotiations the way that you would show up in your job. It's a great opportunity to really show them who you are. And also, I have never, ever, never, ever seen (laughs) a salary offer being withdrawn because somebody wanted to negotiate salary. I have seen offers pulled, but it's been because, you know, somebody lied on their application, you know, that kind of thing. It's, you know, they failed a drug test or whatever, you know, but it's never been because of salary negotiations. I love the way you put that, that by negotiating, it's almost like you're showing a little bit of your skill in kind of working with someone else to collaborate and come to an agreement that's good for both sides. I never even thought about that. That puts me in such a better mind space thinking of negotiating salary that way. Yeah. I think, too, we have as a society thought about salary negotiation as, you know, this person versus this person. And it's, you know, a cage match and fight to the finish. And if you approach it that way, it's going to be more challenging. (laughs) And it's also probably not going to get you the results that you're after. If you collaborate with a person on the other end of the phone from you, you know, they're typically going to be somebody in HR or recruiting you want them on your side because they're going to help present your case to the people who need to approve the new offer. So by doing a good job of being collaborative and being nice without giving up your power, that's really a recipe for great success. This week, I wanted to invite you all to come join me on my other podcast that I host called This Is Awkward. If you didn't know, I was doing another podcast. Uh, This is a show that I host with my good friend, Allison from Inspired Budget, and we help listeners get through their awkward money situation. So people just like you call in and share with us some of the most awkward money situations they found themselves in. And throughout the episode, we help them get through this issue, hopefully with a few laughs along the way. So we would love to have you join us. You can head to popcornfinance.com slash this is awkward, or just click the link in the show notes to listen and subscribe. So how do you go about starting this process? Once you got over, like I'm over that fear now. Okay. I, I'm okay with the concept of negotiating my pay now. How do you even get started with this process? The first thing you need to do is really get clear about what's important to you. So you know what you're going to negotiate. When you do that, uh, when you go ahead with the negotiation, I tell my clients there are four main steps that they need to go through in the negotiation discussion. So let's say that you're really clear that the thing that's most important to you is your your base pay and, uh, say, vacation. The first thing you need to do when you get on the phone with a recruiter or the hiring manager whoever you're negotiating with is you express delight. You know, I'm so happy to have this job offer. I think I'll be able to bring a lot to this new role. You don't want them wondering, well, is he kind of okay with it? Is she really excited? You want to, you know, just come to the table. I'm really excited, right? You don't have to say that you're thrilled with the number that is too low for you, (laughs) but just let them know that you're really happy to be in this position. So that's the first thing. The second thing is you want to clear up any questions you have. Make sure you read the offer letter that you have and anything that comes with it. Chances are pretty good that there'll be some things that you just don't understand or that aren't clear. So the second thing you do is the asking questions that you have so that you really understand the offer. And then the third thing is you make your requests. 
So in this case, we're talking about base pay and vacation. So I would start with base pay because that's a typical one. If you don't know where to start, you know, base pay is typically the place that negotiations start. I recommend people really know the market that they're in, and then they can use a conversation that goes something like, hey, based on my research, jobs like this are paid between X and Y in the market. And given my experience and what I'm going to be able to contribute here, I'm targeting the higher end of that range. How close can we get to that? And there, there are a couple of things in there that are really important. One is that you're approaching it as a collaboration. How close can we get to that? So that's not, can I have that thing, right? <laughs> um, which psychologically is really easy for people to say no, because a yes, no doesn't require very much brain processing. When you ask them, how close can we get to that? Then they have to think, hmm, how close can we get to that? And chances are they're going to need to go back and get approval or find out how close they can get to it. Chances are good that you're not going to be able to resolve things in the first call. But that's where you want to get to. You want to get to the place where they're thinking about what they want to do for you or what they're able to do for you. And remember, chances are they'll bring something back, but they may not. And you have to be prepared for that. You know, Will you accept the job even if they can't make the concessions? So... First, you're excited. Second, you've asked your questions. Third, you've made your requests. And then the fourth thing, which a lot of people forget because they're so uh, nervous about these conversations, (laughs) (laughs) is you really want to end on a high note. I like to have people say something like, I'm confident that we're going to be able to find a solution that works for both of us. That's a great way to end it. Thank you so much for all the work that you're doing on my behalf. That's really great too. But make sure you end on a high note because research shows that the end of a conversation is more important than either the beginning or the middle of the conversation. So make sure you put that end cap on it. I didn't even think about that. You're completely right. If, If you get off the phone with someone on a bad note... They're not going to care if you're really nice in the beginning. If right. They're going to remember how you got off the phone with them. I did not even think about that. That's I'm definitely going to keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. And one of the things, too, that I, I offer my clients is my seven magic words of salary negotiation. So we talked a little bit about how close can we get to that. The seven magic words are what kind of flexibility do you have? So seven Mm. magic words, what kind of flexibility do you have? And again, that interrupts the short circuit of yes and no, just like how close can we get to that? It's collaborative. What kind of flexibility do you have? So that you're asking them how flexible they could be. And it really helps a lot. I call it the the training wheels of salary (laughs) negotiation. So if you can't even do anything else, you can say something like, wow, the, you know, the base pay is coming in at X. My research shows that it really should be closer to Y. What kind of flexibility do you have? And then, big hint, be quiet. <laughs> it's the hardest thing. But that silence allows them to process and then answer you. And if you sneak in with, well, don't worry about it. It's all okay. You just have given up all the power that you've created for yourself with the magic words. 
Oh, that. Okay. I, I love that because I know for me, when I've been dealing with like, what could be considered, considered like a tense situation, you know, you're kind of asking for something. I have such a habit of wanting to fill that silence. Like I don't, I, I take the silence as, oh no, they hate what I just said. Let me hurry yeah. up and back it off. Like, no, I didn't really mean that. I'm so sorry. You know, that we're fine. Yeah. But I'm hearing your words and I'm like, okay, I have to implement that because I'm, I'm giving them an answer before they've even said anything. Yeah. And we're socialized to not have these awkward pauses, right? Yeah. Just like we're socialized to say, oh, well, you should be just happy that you have a job offer. You know? Yeah, yeah. Don't exactly. worry, pretty little head. <laughs> All those <laughs> kinds of things. By questioning some of those preconceived notions, you can really do better for yourself with salary negotiation. All right, we are going to take a pause right here, but Kate will be back next week. And we're going to be talking about what happens if you want to negotiate your pay in your existing position. You're not looking for a new job. You're not negotiating pay with a whole new set of people. You're talking to the people that you see every day. And that can be even more scary than talking to complete strangers about the pay that you would like to receive in your new position. So make sure you come back next week and catch that conversation. Also, come over and join me on Instagram. I'm at Popcorn Finance Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. As always, I appreciate you all coming back and joining me here for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.